Welcome to this edition of The Shalene Show. Ladies and gentlemen, today we're going to talk about some probably rather controversial stuff and maybe some things that you've thought about. We're going to talk about grifters and influencers and people who are in the online coaching space, people who have the ability to convince you to spend money that maybe you don't need to spend. We're going to talk about our opinions about it, the fact that I'm in this group and I'm really conflicted and I'm going to share with you my opinion on some of these people and it's not going to be very popular and it could probably get me in a lot of trouble, but we're going to go there and I've got Brett Johnson in the car, so that'll make things very interesting. All right, please put your seatbelt on. It's a rainy night in Miami, Florida, and I need you to be safe. All right, so we're going to go there. This is something we've talked a lot about on the Patreon, but I feel like it's important to talk about on the regular show too. I'm not going to mention names. We're not going to mention names. Are you okay with that, honey? Yes, I, I can I can manage. Although it'd be fun. It'd be more fun. I know it would be, but... You know, like Grant Cardone yes. did. We're, there's a name we're going to mention. Grant Cardone did a post tonight where he said what? He basically said, if you are going to go in the public, if you're a podcaster, if you're a social media, if you're a content you're a creator, YouTuber. YouTuber, whatever you're doing on social media, and you're going to say things, basically, if you're going to talk crap about him and his business with no facts, you're just going to like make up stuff and blurt it out and you have nothing to back it up. He's coming after you. He's, he, he sued John Ledger. I have not read the article, but he's suing John Ledger. Who's that? He's the CEO of T-Mobile. Okay. And I haven't read the article, but he he's suing him. And basically in the, the gist was, is he must have said something about one of his businesses or what Grant does for a living that was like just out of left field and Grant basically said, I'm done with it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have people defaming me and without any facts. If you have facts, then and in and, and like Grant said, a defense isn't that I'm like, oh, I, I heard it or I was drunk or whatever you you might say. It's or like it's if, my opinion. Or it's my opinion. Like you you better back it up with facts. Hmm. And I'm sure what they're what they're meaning by that is the fact that you know, Grant does one of his businesses is he does syndicated apartments. Uh-huh. So I'm sure there are people that have have claimed like, oh, he, he probably just takes their money and does, you know, buys jets with it or whatever. But do they know that? Mm. Because he has a because he has a jet, they don't know where the money came from. Why don't you go talk to the investors? Why don't you go talk to people that are actually investing with him rather than like just making up your own opinion? I think that's where he went with it. So here's the the rub for me that where I'm in this kind of interesting situation is there are, and I have, we, Brett and I both have firsthand knowledge of some of these influencers slash personal development gurus slash business gurus slash life coaches, etc. And we have personal experience with them and they are fucking But, you know, we beep that word out, but you get the sentiment that like there are some people in this industry that it literally makes me angry because I'm in the same category with them, but they are scammers. They are opportunists. They're you, they're users and they are, it's not that they don't have great information, but I also know that they use people and they manipulate people. And even if they have great information, like I'm not okay with the way they practice business and I'm in the same industry as them. And that is common, I think, in probably any any industry. I'm sure there are physicians out there who are disgusted by the way other surgeons and physicians do business. I'm sure that there are bankers out there who are disgusted by the way certain bankers do business. I'm sure that there are coaches out there, Brett Johnson, as a person who... um, coached lots of kids who you're disgusted by the way people coach yes here's a great analogy i i think is a great analogy because i'll I'll be the judge of that everybody can relate to this so go back to your high school days Mm -hmm. right and you had this friend who 
on Friday night or Saturday night, whenever there was things going on, when there was going to be, you know, three or four different parties or three or four different things going on, there was that one friend that always waited to the last minute to decide where they were going to go because that was going to be the place to be seen or that was the place to be at or that was going to elevate them the most in high school. Okay. Fast forward 20 years, that's what these people are doing. They're just looking for the best opportunity to push themselves forward, which is great. I mean, like, like, yeah, like try to get ahead, but they'll step on every single person. They'll lie. They'll tell you that I can do this for you if you do this for me. And then you like you do a, a great deed for them. You throw them on your podcast. You do things like this. And then they literally will ghost you. Like, I mean, we've had so many, I I can't even count the amount of people that consider themselves, uh, my favorite word, what's the, what do they call themselves? Thought leaders. (laughs) It's the biggest joke term I've ever heard. Thought leaders. I've gone out to dinner with these people. They don't have any thoughts. It's it's just one brag fest after another. It's like, this is my email list and this is what I can do. And this is what I, and meanwhile, the, the next day they're begging people to be an affiliate for their next program right it's literally it's a joke there's literally like four people maybe in this whole industry but you know that are what worth I, even the, talking the to. thing that's annoying to me we're we're just gonna ramble you guys and you're just gonna hear it all the thing that like is annoying and i'm i'm frustrated with myself is the number of times i have freaking fallen for it where I'm like okay I've met this person we have a lot in common we're in the same industry we are aligned in so many ways I really like them they're they really like me we're getting to know each other this is like a new friendship I really like this person and oh my gosh what a coincidence they have a book coming out you know what I can do absolutely I would love to have you on my podcast and then I have them on my podcast. I introduce them to the audience. I really like them. I think it's going to benefit the audience. And then what happens? Y- you, you never hear from them again yeah. until like and until the t- second book's coming out. Until the second book's coming out. And a lot of times, what's weird about this is that we don't do tit for, for tat. tat. Uh-uh. Okay, we we don't go. Oh, never, never. You weren't on like any podcast for for your books. None, zero, zero. So, well, well I shouldn't say that. Well, a Maybe couple, like three or four. Yeah, but they, probably ones that were just you wanted like, to do that they weren't going to like move like the needle. Sean Model. Well, I mean, Sean Model is definitely going to move the needle, but like we are legitimate friends, and Ann and I, his wife, are like you know, like yeah. that's. I mean, there are a few people. But I just didn't do that. I didn't call upon all the people who I had. Um, anyways, you my, wouldn't have got a response anyway. They would have, huh? Who are you? What? What? You have a what? Oh, sorry. Guess what? I have I have something coming up that week. I can't. I. I it's too much going on. It's. Like, I just would never do that because I'm. I. I don't know. Like I'm just not trans. There's zero about you or I that is transactional, and I guess that's the biggest annoying thing that people who are listening to this episode right now will never know until you're on this side of it. How much of this is complete BS? Transactional. It's not real. And you don't realize how fake it is until you're on the other side of it. And I, the thing that bugs me the most about it, honey, is how many of these people who are in these transactional relationships are—they're just okay with it. Yeah, it's and like, they're like, yeah, you'll you'll see them. I mean, if you follow any of them, you'll see them. They're all together. It's like they could, they all go out to dinner together. It's like the it's, it's but the it's dork all transactional. Club. They know it's the what? It's the dork club, <laughs> like Mork and Mindy, the dork club. It's literally, these people make my skin crawl. It, I guess the, the reason why they make my skin crawl is because it's not, re- you don't really like each other. You like someone because they have a podcast that's on the rise or they have an Instagram that's on the rise. And so therefore you, you pretend to be friends and you pretend to really like each other and you pretend to want to go on vacations with each other, but it's all fake and phony and I'm going to tell you guys a story that to this point I've only ever told on Patreon do you want to just record it here? Sure okay we we just parked in front of our our house we just we just moved to Miami this is day one in Miami and here you are with us I don't think a lot of people realize that sometimes it's not a business coach that you need you really need like a therapist to help you get unstuck to figure out like why it is you're holding yourself back 
why it is you repeat some of these same patterns that have you believing you don't deserve more money or to ask for the promotion or to start the business. So when you think about hiring a therapist, there's so many different types of therapists, so many different types of therapy. And I think if you're just like going to somebody in person, that's a lot of effort. Like you've got to find the person, then drive to their office, and then maybe there's a connection, but maybe there isn't. And then you've like wasted all this time and money. I have to tell you, that is why I'm such a big fan of Talkspace. Talkspace is, it's so much more than just a place where you can find a therapist. They have therapists who specialize in whatever area it is that you want to improve, whether it's maybe your body image, your relationship with food, your money mindset. Maybe you've got some unresolved issues with anger or sadness or resentment or grief. Like whatever it is, they have a specialist who specializes in that. I might add, it is at a fraction of the cost of what you would spend with an in-person therapist. And in-person therapy is phenomenal. I agree. It's great. But there are so many times when I just, it's like, I need somebody very specific for this, like someone who can help me break through this pattern that I keep repeating as an entrepreneur. So if that's you, I want to recommend the number one online therapy platform, which is Talkspace. They have licensed therapists with more than 150 different areas of specialization, like anxiety, depression, substance abuse. Like I said, whatever area of your life you want to improve, they have a therapist who specializes in that. And as a listener of The Shaleen Show, I'm going to give you a special link. This is a new link, okay? So you want to go to Talkspace.com forward slash Shaleen. Remember that link. You don't need to use a code. That link will give you $80 off your first month. And frankly, it is a phenomenal way to support the show and support yourself. Again, it's Talkspace.com forward slash Shaleen. And do me a favor, tell me about your experience. I love sharing your personal stories. I won't share your name, but like I love hearing from those of you who've used Talkspace and how transformative it has been for you. All right, again, it's Talkspace.com forward slash Shaleen. Okay, so for those of you who've been listening to the podcast for at least like the last 10 years, you might be able to piece this together, but there was this individual who I, I, I really, really thought we were close friends and they were so this was a male oh you're just going to give more details aren't you you're just trying to help help people figure it out don't listen to brett i don't need people to figure it out don't don't even try to piece it together because it doesn't matter because well, most of them are male so that so that's not nowhere that's true n- narrowing it down too much it, you don't need to figure this person who this is because it's a type it's an archetype so i really like them they were you know, we were regularly in contact. We were doing things together. We were going out to dinners. We were texting. I felt like you, you guys know me. I love mentoring people. I love helping people. I love, especially someone who's like a little bit younger than me, like to be able to show them the ropes and help them figure things out. Like that's, you're probably, I could probably look at your text messages right now and you're probably doing it to three or four people right I now. I am. Yeah, I absolutely am. They're the people like, and guess I, what? You're not charging them. I was just going to tell you, like, I'm not going to name a name, but there's somebody right now who's like very, very well known in the health and fitness space. And they're like, I will pay you whatever it takes. I need you to mentor me. And I said to her, I don't do that. I believe that God gave me incredible experiences. And if I can help you in any way, I I will do that. But I, I... I just, I don't charge people for that. If God put it on my heart to help you, then I want to help you in whatever way I can, but I'm not going to, I just don't do that. And that's okay if you do charge for that, like more power to you, but like, I don't do that. Anyways, this person who we're telling the story about, not be named, who shall not be named. I really fell in love with their story, their history, if you will, their, what they, their trauma. We did a lot of things together as couples and I knew that they were releasing a book. I in got the whole, you know, all of you, I got the whole community involved in it. I sent massive amounts of emails. Every time this person went live, I shared it. Every time this person did a post, I promoted it. I, my goal, help them. You, you, vetted people and gave them people to help him cultivate a book like fall like fall like you you gave him the blueprint Uh 
and their book became a New York Times bestseller, which was awesome. I celebrated with them. I was super excited. And then, accidentally, this person sent a text. They thought they were sending a text message to somebody else about how they had basically scheduled on their calendar the days and times to reach out to me and how they had come up with a strategic plan on how to develop a friendship and relationship with me because of my audience and because of my listenership and because my audience is so freaking active. You guys are amazing. Like everybody knows that. Like you know that my word is my word. And so if I fall in love with somebody, hopefully now at this point, 10 years later, I'm much better at being very selective about that. But anyways, this person basically was sharing in their own words why they had, I guess so you why, why targeted are, me. Why have we gone from being, why, why are we being nice now? Why aren't we calling a spade a spade? He was using you. Let's call it what it was. He was using you. Sure. You haven't talked to this person five sentences. Sure, absolutely. But I, I didn't I didn't know that. I, I thought know. it was an authentic relationship. And then when they had, they sent this text message accidentally to me. Well, and I'm sure you guys have done this. I know I've done it where you're talking about someone and you want to you you want to send it to somebody else and it's about like say person A and you want to send it to person B, but because you're talking about person A, you accidentally send it to person A. Well, this person accidentally sent it to me. And that was the first time I was like, oh, wow. You know, I wasn't hurt by it. It was, I wasn't mad about it. It was eye-opening. It was eye-opening. And I was kind of like annoyed with myself for not having seen it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have a similar story. That, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of our close friends who is runs in this circle, but we love, go to dinner with them, very you know, we love doing things with them. I saw him starting. And the two people you're talking about right now, they're a married couple. They are in this space. They're in personal development. They're in business development and they network with people. We love them, but they network with people who were like, why do you network with them? Because you're networking with people who are users. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Okay. So I see all of a sudden this one person who is a, who is a notorious, like he's, he's a serial user. And, and he's a liar. I'm and he's sorry. A, yeah. And he's a liar. And it's just like, and he throws these parties, like these dinner parties that you go to and they're don't, like, don't give too much information. Okay. And he goes, you go to these dinner parties and you're like, oh my God, that sounds great. Well, no, they're the stupidest things ever. It's literally like about 10 people sitting around a table all talking about like great things. And you're, it's just, it's horrible. I've been to two of them and I want to shoot myself after them both. And so I saw this person that we, our friend start getting roped into this. Like I saw it, I saw him going down this path and I just went to text him. I was like, Hey, be careful because like, it ain't what it's supposed to be. Like, it's not cracked up to what it's going to be. You're and about to, to get, get used. You're, you're about to get used. This is like, this is a pattern. Like you can see pictures from a year ago. It's a totally different cast of people all the time. And so I typed this thing out to person B to person B and I sent it to the person that I was talking about person A person A and I'd never really talked to him this way this person we person the person I don't like person A and I we just Shalene and I both made a pack we're just not going to do anything with this person anymore you know what that's actually not true you had already said something I had had a very because I am a you guys know me I am a straight shooter if I have an issue with you I'm not going to talk about you i'm gonna go directly to you yes and i i i had a phone call with person a yeah and i said to him this doesn't feel right this feels inauthentic this is not how we operate and i'm not okay with this and like i'm sure you're a great person i'm sure this is super helpful to a lot of people but we don't operate this way and you can consider us lone wolves but we don't network with other people and pretend to be their friends simply because we can get social clout or they can send for us or they can have us on their podcast. And if we don't agree with the way someone does business, we, we don't. So we, we out. Yeah. Yeah. So I basically sent this and it wasn't like I didn't use any kind of 
gross language or anything like that. Hold, just, hold up before you go further. Yeah. Just to kind of close that loop. When he and I had that conversation. Yeah. How would you say that? Because it was voice to voice. Yeah. How would you say that ended? Like he understood like we weren't going to ever. Like he was never going to invite us to another party. And I felt like there was like kind of a. He felt offended. Yeah. But there was also. And not, this could be fake. I don't know. But I felt like he was also like a little. I don't want to say caught off, maybe a little caught off guard, but also... He never had anybody talk to him like that. But he was also a little... Maybe he was b***ing me, I don't know. But he was like, you know, I really respect the fact that you are coming directly to me. And I respect the fact that you're saying... And he's not the first person I've had that conversation with. Mm. The other person we had this conversation with was somebody, again, in my space, who regularly invites us to things. And in one of the instances, they invited us to, like, this big, you know, dinner party they were having at their house... And then they send us an invoice. They send us, uh, what, what, what's it called when you get that PayPal link? Yeah, like a PayPal link for the invoice. And I was like, wait, wait, I'm, I'm sorry. We're coming to this party at your house this weekend. Wait. And I just got an invoice for the party. And weren't you the person that was at the party last week that was talking about how you just did a 14 million figure deal? Like yeah. it's, it doesn't make any sense. Like these people talk like, Oh, I just did this amazing deal and it's, I made this much money. And then you go to a party and they went on an invoice. They, yeah. They so I, I called her again. I'm not going to it about it. I'm not going to talk behind her back. I called her directly and I was like, what, what is this invoice? And she's like, Oh, you know, that's normal. That's just what we do. It's because when you pay for a percentage, you can write it off and you're going to be able to write this off because you're going to be networking with so-and-so, so-and-so, and so-and-so. And I just was very honest with her and I said, I appreciate that. I thought I was coming to your house to have dinner with you and your husband and a few other people. I am not interested in networking. I'm not interested in having a social engagement that elevates my business. And no offense if that's what y'all like to do. That's great. Thank you for inviting me. But please know I'm not interested in that. And I hope that you can respect the fact that I, I just, I find it offensive. I don't want to be a part of it. But if that works for you, that's great. And feel free to continue to invite me, but also know that I'm going to decline. Yeah. So the standing joke. She respected yeah, it. Yeah. And the standing joke now for us when we get invited to these things, I always say, are we going to get an invoice? Yeah. Yeah. So the, to wrap up the other loop. So I just, I sent the wrong text. And, so. And I, and I basically just, I was like, I knew as soon as I second. sent it. Slow, let's slow this down, the storytelling. Okay. <laughs> Brett wrote a pretty, let's be honest. It was a pretty scathing email. I didn't use any w- bad language. I think you said he's a user. That's not bad language. That's bad language. I mean, that's no, not he, nice. But he is. I didn't okay, say anything he wasn't. You said he, this guy's a user and, and he, Don't get roped in these are the worst dinners you're ever going to attend. And all they want gonna, is to use you. You said you're going to want to shoot yourself in the head. Yeah. Which and is, the guy's going to want to use you. But he didn't send it to our friend. He sent it, whoopsie, to person A. Yeah. And, I, as soon as and I wait, did it, how did you know? How, did, when did you know? As soon as I sent it. The second? Yeah, I was like, oh, shit. I didn't send it to the right person. Oh, shit. And then he was like. He waited till the next morning. No, he sent it right away. Oh. He said, he, he, I think he just said, wow. Yeah. And then that was it. And then I just, I, I, I told Shaleen what I said and Shaleen helped me craft a text message. It was like, okay. You got to own it. I, I own what I said. And basically I was like, I'm not taking any of it back. I believe I, I don't, I, you know, this is what I believe. And I said, you know, have a good life. Kind of thing, yeah. <laughs> kind of deal. Do you know that nearly 50% of people in the United States have an inadequate levels of magnesium? Completely deficient. And it's not just because of our dietary choices. Like you can be eating a very healthy diet that you think has everything you need to produce enough magnesium. But for some people, it's genetic. For some of us, it is the way that we eat and the way that we live and and how we exercise. But again, almost 50% of people are deficient in magnesium. And if you are a woman, this is especially important that you get a quality magnesium supplement because if you don't, I mean, when you're deficient in magnesium, 
it's associated with osteoporosis, mood swings, nerve malfunctioning, hormone dysregulation. There's so many things that having the right level of magnesium in your body actually helps to alleviate a lot of these symptoms, including a lot of the symptoms of menopause, even hot flashes and night sweats. I know a lot of you have been talking about getting your hormones tested, which I think is a great idea, but why not also consider doing a, a supplement that you're likely deficient in any ways that's going to improve all of these areas, plus it can probably help you sleep. And you don't even have to research the best company out there because I already did that for you. So when you go to buyoptimizers.com forward slash Shaleen, don't forget to use code Shaleen and you're going to get 10% off with that code. Again, it is buy, B-I, optimizers.com dot com forward slash Shaleen. The link is in our show notes. Don't forget to use Coach Shaleen for your 10% off. This might just be the solution you've been looking for. So we've probably burnt more than, oh, remember that one dinner where I kind of threw a fit? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that was the dinner that, that was the catapult to all this. Okay. So this is kind of embarrassing. I am usually in control, as you know, right, you guys? Like, I'm, I'm usually really careful about not offending people. I'll just like make a little note to myself and not associate with them in the future. But we'd, we'd been roped into one of these horrible networking dinners with quote unquote personal development and business thought leaders and gurus, the influencers, many of whom you probably follow. And we're sitting at this table. Can we mention the, the, at least the friend's name that we were there with, that she's still a friend? That no, they, we okay, shouldn't. okay. Well, they, there was a couple there that we at least had a lot in common with and we like and we've had vacations with. Yeah, and I would consider them, they're not grifters. No, not at all. They, they stay in the same lane. They've been doing the same I'm thing. I'm going to get back to that dinner, but what do you think makes somebody a grifter? The, the people that look for opportunities, like, like, a, like, Blow it. okay, four years ago, they might be doing like social media content, okay. right? And then, all of a sudden, the, the new hot thing might have been like TikTok. So uh-huh. then they all of a sudden they became like TikTok. So they were like, y- you know, they're 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 talking about TikTok and that they that they're awesome at that that. And then the next thing is AI, and now they're an expert in AI. like so they're literally like pivoting in every second because they know that they can just go find new people. To I like- don't think that makes that's that's your definition. My definition is different. Okay, I consider someone a grifter who is a opportunist they really don't because i think there are people who they shift and they do get new expertise and they get excited about new things i mean based on what you just described i guess i would be a grifter i consider someone who's a grifter as someone who's an opportunist who manipulates who is inauthentic who is full of shit who is phony as they like they're trying to be they're pretending to be authentic authentic to the point that it's the most inauthentic performance of authenticity. Okay. I think a combination of our two, it would be considered a grifter. Cause I think it's in order for you to be able to see the, that they're not authentic is that they don't really know what they're talking about that much, mm. but they're trying to, but they are not that, not that pivoting's bad. It's just like, you can almost predict that this group is going to go that direction. Okay. I, I follow. I know what you're saying, and I, I know people you're probably thinking about. Yes. Okay, I follow you. Back to the dinner. So we're at this big dinner where there's like how many people were at the table? Twelve. Okay, twelve people at the table, and the person who was holding the dinner was like, "Hey, you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to go around the table." First of all, I, Brett and I do not like going to these events, anyways, and I kind of twisted Brett's arm. I'm like, "We should go." You know, this guy's been great. He's super nice. It was close to where we lived. It's, yeah, it's like five minutes from where we live. We sh- we sh- we got to break out of our show. We should just go. The the couple that was going to be there also was a factor that why we went. We like them. We yeah, like we're like, the- we should just do this. So we show up. Anyways, 12 people at the table. And if you start with the host of the dinner is person number one. Brett and I are person number nine and ten. Yep, nine and ten. Okay, and what the host of the party at this dinner table says, hey, let's go around the table and I want each person to share one win that they've had in business and one thing that they've learned, right? And I'm, and I'm like, oh God, 
This is like an episode of Survivor. Every single one of these people is an ego freaking maniac who loves to hear their own voice, including yours truly. Like, I just like to talk. And I'm like, no way. We're, we're going to go around the table right now at Survivor and have each and every one of these narcissists. This is post-dinner. This isn't like... Oh, yeah, after dinner. This is after... Like, this is like, we should be ordering cappuccinos and going home or dessert and going home. This starts at after dinner. So we're already there an hour and a half. The first person does his win and takeaway... It took them 20 minutes. I start doing we the We start doing the math. And we were like, we we're kicking each other and texting each other under the table. Like, how do we get out of here? This we group, wanted to leave before they even started this. Because this group, Shaleen included, whenever they're going to speak on stage, <laughs> first question they ask is, how much time do I have? Well, the first person got 20 minutes. So that means everybody else already knows that that's their, that's their starting point. Yeah. And we're dying. I'm dying. And I, I hate going to one of these things where like everyone is like like vomiting their resume and trying to outdo the last person. So and the math ain't mathing. Was that for me cuz I'm doing like they're telling me numbers and I'm my math is going no, that's not possible. That's the other thing that drives us crazy. Is a lot of these people they're all like yeah, I made, you know, 10 figures this week. You're like simmer down. No you do you even know what 10 figures is? That doesn't even make sense. Do you mean 10K? You just said 10 figures. You didn't make 10 figures this week. If you did, you're Jeff Bezos. Like, what are you even talking about? We're paying attention to what you're saying, and it's such BS. Like, the, like when he says the math doesn't math, like, so many of these people, they just are BSing their way. For, here's life. an example. They'll be like, yeah, my email list is 200,000. And I'm like, okay, your email list. And then like five minutes later, they'll be like, yeah. And then I pulled out this launch and we did $9 million. And so I'm like, no, that's impossible. At that price, it's, it's, I, know the, I know the math. I've, I've, we've been in this business for 12 years. I know what an email list computes to sales. And even if you got the best affiliate game in the game, it's just not, the math isn't mathing. And then plus the, your, the way you present your life, you're not making that kind of money. It's just not happening. So as we're sitting here listening to each narcissist egomaniacs story we're like okay first of all this is all this is bs they're one-upping each other it's 99 percent men at the table which is fine but like that's a thing too and they're all trying to like pull out their you know what laying it on the table they're laying their you know what on the table to see who's is bigger just tell them what you said when you got to your (laughs) So and I'm getting three more hours and in. more and more and more annoyed by all of this. And I want to go home. And I know I need to feed our dogs. And I'm like, get, and I hated the fact that we're there already. And Brett and I are like kicking each other under the table. Like, this is such BS. These people are like, they're such grifters. These people are, they're a bunch of phony balonies. Their math isn't mathing. Like, they're such egomaniacs. And now we're, it finally gets to us. And each person's taking, in excess of 20 minutes. And I said, listen, I don't even remember what I said. You said, okay, none of you really, at this point, I could, I could say what, what, what these takeaways are, but we're all tired. We've listened to all these stories. I, I want to go home. I want to go home. So I, I said, have dogs I, to feed. Like literally, and everyone at the table is like eyes wide open, jawing. Above. I go, I want to go home. I don't need to brag about what we've done. I don't need to tell you what we've done. I don't, I, I, I just want to leave. And we've kept the wait staff here an hour and a half beyond the restaurant close time. So we're being really disrespectful and no offense, but like, I, I just want to go. And I felt like I was having a panic attack. And as I was saying the words, I was thinking to myself, you've lost it. Girl, you have lost control. You, all of these people are going to hate you. You've just offended all of them because you couldn't control yourself. And <laughs> the other couple that we were that we actually wanted to yeah. like wanted to see, they yeah. they were texting us like, "Oh my god, this is hysterical." We wish Afterwards, we had, yeah. we wish we had the balls to have said that, but like, thank you for ending that. Yeah, I didn't care at this point. I'm like, I don't care about all these people. Like, they're such, and and I guess that's my point of recording this particular episode is. I am an educator. 
I am someone who's in the personal development, business development space. And I've learned a lot from a lot of these people, including some, including some of the people I consider complete grifters. I've actually learned from them. So the question is, can someone be a grifter and also have valuable con- like one person right now who I'm thinking about who is the maybe the king of all grifters, like the ultimate grifter? I've learned so much from them and no it's not Brian Tracy. But that person also isn't a user. They're not? Well, they might be, but they never used us. I don't feel. I don't feel used by that person because we hmm. could text that person right now and they would answer. Hmm. I think. Hmm. I am a little I'm a little shocked that this person hasn't reached out and thanked you hmm. for many of his most valuable current current valuable past and current endeavors Mm -hmm. that you introduced him to can i tell you another like i guess the thing that i'm conflicted with is that so many of these people are such phonies and they're positioned as it's amazing how many of them also are like ex-professional athletes Okay, now you're giving away too much information. Well, I mean, I, the, there's a lot of them that are... You're right, they, you're a lot, right. A lot of them played their ex-pros. Well, it's kind of like the story you have to have is that you're either an ex-professional athlete or you're an ex-homeless, poverty-stricken person who's gone from, you know, zero to hero. But, you know, we... I, I don't consider us... Or you, were, or you were bullied in high school. Sure, like there's got to be a story, right? There's like I, I mean, but some of the stories are real. Like our story, we were half a million dollars in debt. Yeah. That's a real story. But I also didn't consider us at the time, ironically, poor or broke. But even I also, though we were beyond broke. But, I, but we also don't put in our resume like I don't put like former gambling addict addict, and I don't put former pro athlete, even though I was paid to play. Like it's irrelevant. It's not part of my story. Yeah. Neither is any of the other stuff that these people like you know, put in their bio. It's like, mm. it doesn't make you what you are today. Like, like Troy Aikman's in the hall of fame go look at his bio. It doesn't say NFL quarterback. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> when you've done it and people know you for it, you don't have to say it. I discovered a bar that I'm so excited about you guys. First of all, I had heard that Maria Shriver and her son, Patrick Schwarzenegger were in the process with neuroscientists developing a bar that was specifically formulated to have all the supplements you really need for brain function. Like these are the supplements that we, you know, if you've done any research on how to prevent Alzheimer's and lifestyle changes, these are the most important supplements to to have. Anyways, I heard that they were developing this protein bar. I definitely wanted to try it, even though I'm always a little skeptical. I just had in the past been kind of turned off by the taste of protein bars. So I had them ship them to me. I tasted them. I am not kidding. I'm not even exaggerating. You guys, these are the best freaking protein bars I've ever had. I'm not even joking. And this is the part that's going to blow your mind. They have less than one gram of sugar, less than 160 calories. Would you like to eat a delicious bar that is chocolatey and peanut buttery and crunchy? Um, yes. And proceeds go to the women's Alzheimer's movement at the Cleveland Clinic. Um, triple yes. Am obsessed with this bar, but they've got like six other flavors. They've got cookie dough, peanut butter crunch, chocolate crunch, blueberry almond crunch, lemon white chocolate crunch. That's the one I'm going to try next. Listen, we're all busy. You're on the go. You're going to the gym or you're just trying to like live your best life. You're in your car and you're thinking about going through a drive-through. No, don't do it. Keep a mosh bar in your car. Mosh protein bars will keep your body fit and fueled and feeling good and I might add, it's a great way to support the show and Alzheimer's research. I am so proud to have them as a sponsor. So please take advantage of your 20% off plus free shipping. Go to moshlife.com forward slash lean, order their six count trial pack. You'll get 20% off plus free shipping on that six count trial pack. That pack includes all the flavors and they are delish. Mosh is spelled M-O-S-H-L-I-F-E, moshlife.com forward slash lean for your 20% off. I have this weird thing where when I'm in an industry and there are people who are scammers 
and opportunist. I want to run away from the industry. That's how I was with fitness. That's how I was with integrative health. That's how I am with personal development. That's how I am with business coaching. That's how I am with business marketing. Like as soon as they were like, but I have to let go of that because there are shady people in every industry. There are shady pastors. There are shady surgeons. There are shady name it. There's there's shady gymnastics coaches. There's, There's sh- shady contractors that come to your house. Yeah. So I, I know I need to let go of that. But like, you know, the other thing is like so many people want you and I to do like relationship coaching or, you know, whatever, marriage coaching. And we're like, we're not going to do that because half the people who do like these people who write books on how to be a love addict or not a love addict, like a love expert or a relationship expert, or they put themselves out there. Like they are, you know, love experts. I'm like, <laughs> we know these people and it, it ain't that. No, it's they, 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 they see something like, Oh, this, that, is that's ne- hot. This, is, this is needed right now. Like, look at this. This is, this is a hot topic. This is hitting. The, I, I think some of these people, like they literally like what's hot, what's trending in Google. Look who searches and it's like, you know, how to have a better marriage. Oh, let's be marriage experts because we've been married for seven years and we don't have any kids and we work 24 hours a day because that's what we tell people they should do. And we don't see each other that much. And let's just, let's just, plagiarize some people that have done books in the past and like make it our own story. Yeah. Let's give lots of couples relationship on, on how to have a great marriage, but they're leaving out the fact that they don't have kids. They're billionaire, almost billionaires. The wife is deathly afraid of the husband. They both have eating disorders and are completely dysfunctional. And we know this because we've been in their homes. Yeah. It's, it's, (laughs) it's not, it, it's not necessary to like, you don't have to have kids to have a great marriage. No, I'm not saying but that. But here's the thing. But if you're don't selling get... a marriage book, if you're selling a marriage book, most people that are going to be buying a marriage book have kids. Well, or like sell, like then you really don't have any business on telling you, sorry, you guys can disagree with us if you want to. You don't have any business telling people how to have a great relationship if you don't have kids and you're giving that advice to people who do have kids. Yeah. Like, it's different. Yeah. It's also very different if you... It, it's just... I don't know. It drives me crazy. You can't be telling people how to have a long-lasting relationship when you've been married for six years. Simmer down, infant. Like, what are you talking about? You're just trying to sell books. And the way these people cannibalize... Like, they're all on each, each other's podcast. And you guys... We get invited to all of these masterminds, all of these groups, and I say, don't invite us because I, I might accidentally like some of the people at the party and I don't want to get looped into this, what do, you, what do you even call it? It's like a train where it's like, okay, this person is on, on the same nine people's podcast and those same nine people are going to be on. You, like, you only have to listen to one of them. Yeah, and it's just like, ew. No, I want to have someone on my podcast who's actually interesting, has something to offer, relates to my audience, and I don't care what your following is. I don't care how well people know you. I don't care. The only thing I care about is, do you have a message that can help the people who listen to The Shaleen Show? Yeah, that's that's how you pick off. I mean, literally... I, I see the emails come through and we get pitched three or four times a day from some other person to be on the podcast. And it's just not like, unless you have a relationship with them and you think that they're going to be interesting to our audience, they don't make the cut. That's why we have people on the, on the show. Sometimes and people are like, they don't even know who they are, but then they're like, Oh my God, that was so informative because you go out and find like people that are real and true and they're, they don't have an agenda. Thanks. Yeah, and so and I've made that's a, the other word that we did, didn't use agenda. Agenda. Yeah, like I got a text message this week from someone who's been on the show before, and I got a text message from their assistant. And they're like, "Hey, so and so was wondering what your current address is. She has a special gift to send you." And I so wanted to reply back. Oh, is that because they have a book coming out? Because it's like you know, you're not sending me a special gift. Just you already taught me who you are. You aren't interested in a like. It's just about 
my audience and I'm going to protect my lifers because they don't need to be sold into something that doesn't benefit them. Okay, so here's a great example of like books and stuff like that for promotion. So Sean Stevenson, Sean Model, Model Health Show, uh-huh. when he has a new book coming out, he doesn't a- call us and ask us for our address. He just sends us a copy of the book and is just like, I'd love to be on the show, blah, blah, blah. When, when you, you know, can that happen? Not even, but, honey. but, 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 but what hold I'm saying on, is he on. sends it to our home because he has our home address. Hold on. Let me back this up. Actually, someone like Sean, I'm actually friends with his wife. I know they're writing a book. I know that they are truly passionate about like helping families figure out how to get healthy, which isn't an opportunity. It's probably one of the least popular topics you could pick. Like people don't care about getting their fa- families healthy, unfortunately. Yeah. So they don't pick a popular topic. They pick something that's like important to them. And he doesn't even have to reach out and say like, hey, can I be on your show? I'm like, I really, I, I know this is important. I want, I want to find a way to, how do we make this sexy to get the audience excited about doing this? Because it is important. Yeah. I, I didn't mean like he's, he writes a book and then is, is that's the only time we ever hear from him. You're right. He's a, he's a friend of ours. But what I'm saying is he has our home address. Yeah. It's sent to our home. Yeah. I'm just telling you that if you're an agency or you're somebody that's like a, an assistant and you send it to our PO box, it goes straight to the trash. I don't even, I don't, you don't even know. You won't even let me have the time. No, I no. just toss it in the trash. I don't yeah. care who it is. How about one of the top, you guys, we're not going to name names, but like one of the top or most popular at the time, people who was an expert on money mindset and financial freedom. <laughs> we knew this person's story. They were taking advantage of the, of a friend of ours living in their home, sleeping rent-free in a bedroom and and not paying them anything and going deeper and deeper into bankruptcy and yet charging people for their money mindset, money mindset and financial advice. And I'm like, we're like, this is such BS. Like, that's my thing is like the, the, the people who are like life coaches and they just have no business doing it. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. You know, and there's like, I'm, I'm going to give a shout out to this gal that I, I watch your content kind of conflicted on YouTube. Conflicted, but sometimes I really, really agree with her. Her name is Kia's World. K-E-Y-E. Let me pull it up real quick. K-E-Y-E. Shoot. My internet isn't good. K-E-Y-E-S. I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. It's Kia's World. And she, she kind of has made it her, I guess her mission, nah, her, her niche, her niche, her yeah. niche is to kind of expose grifters, expose phony influencers, etc. And I've watched, I would say 80% of her content. I'm like, I totally agree with her. Mm-hmm. And then there's a 20% where I'm like, mm, that's not fair. You know, like, so I, I don't think, for example, if you're selling a course and it's got valuable content in it, but tell me if you agree, mm-hmm. you're selling a course yeah. on, let's say, investing, mm-hmm. and it's got incredibly valuable content in it. It's valid, but 80% of the people don't do anything with it. Does that make you a scammer if they buy it? No, absolutely not. Because <laughs> it's valuable content. It's not, you can't force them to do it. Right. And they bought it based on the fact that they needed that information. Yeah. And they're just, there's just people that are, aren't doers and they're lazy. Yeah. So, I, so that's the part that I kind of disagree with. There's a lot of like anti YouTubers out there. They like make anti crime podcasts or anti MLM or anti personal development or anti business development or anti life coach or whatever. I don't think someone is a scammer because 90% of the people don't implement. That's on the 90% that don't implement. The the fact of the matter is most people don't implement. I know that's what separates me is I wasn't a great student. I'm I'm below average in almost everything, but I'm above average when it comes to implementing. You teach me something, you tell me something, you give me a piece of feedback, I'm going to freaking implement it. Under that that law, she, she should say that all gym memberships are scams. 
That's true. Because 80% of the people that buy gym memberships don't do don't anything go. with it, uh-huh. don't go, and they don't lose any weight. So, yeah. so all those people, it's the same thing. It's like, but if you are like, you know, if you really are like, you know, putting out their stuff that it isn't valuable. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not valuable. Yeah. It's old information. Yeah. You're selling a course that's five years old and yeah. you know that you should be, you should be cooking. You should be in the, you know, in the room doing an audio or doing a video and updating that information. And you're too lazy to do it. And you're just going to sell it and let people, you, you know, take a risk that people aren't going to like call you out on it. That's yeah. not right. Yeah, that's true. I guess anyways, content like there's a lot of these anti youtubers that i i think they're just i think it's questionable to make a make your niche taking down other people i don't see the point of that i don't see the value in that i think that destroys people's lives i think it like let other people figure it out but i will say of all the youtubers i i think hers is more reasonable and i think she does do a good job of pointing out these like fake super gross opportunistic like they're just preying on weak people and if it feels icky it probably is when you're listening to it yeah but i guess all of this to say it's it's weird i'm also in this space Mm -hmm. i'm sometimes lumped in with some of these people and it makes me uncomfortable and I want to dissociate you and have. I want to, I want to, I want to separate. I want to be the lone wolf. Like, you know, there are opportunities you and I have where I'm like, you know, someone has offered us an opportunity. I'm like, I just, I, I think this is great. I want, I want to speak to this audience, but I don't want to be grouped with some of these other speakers because I think they're opportunistic. And I think I'm going, <laughs> I just don't, I don't want to be associated because I think it's not okay. If I'm not okay with the way you do business, I don't want to be okay with being associated with you. But then as my friend Bryce the third from Detroit says, my hip hop philosopher, you know, you, you can eat the meat and spit out the bones. If there's something good there, it doesn't mean you have to consume all of it. You can take what's useful to you and spit it out. There are grifters and users and opportunists who are also great teachers and have valuable information just don't get sucked into all of it all of it yeah spit out the bone mm-hmm. when you get to the bone spit it out I on like that, that on that note listen thanks for listening to our rant yeah we love you let's go have a glass of champagne okay let's do it we're we're in miami and we're celebrating life anyways thanks for listening to us you guys love you mean it talk to you soon